0: The Lowell Green Podcast is brought to you by Shield Furniture and Appliances in pack and hand. See Shields.ca.
1: Thank you, John. Anything you wish to discuss this afternoon? Inflation. We touched on it briefly yesterday. Several suggested that we continue today. Cost of living is skyrocketing. Holy mackerel. Has it changed your lifestyle in any way? Is there anything that that we can do about it, do you think? Is there anything governments can do? And do you blame anyone here? So if you've got any additional thoughts on that, please let us know. I have another topic that I would really like your thoughts on as well. What's your view of the confrontation between Pierre Polyev and Jean Charest? Now, the media seems to think it's harming the conservative party. Editorials, comments, um, columns, they're begging the pair to cool it. It's splitting the conservative party seems to be the consensus in the mainstream media and many other. I, I disagree. I disagree 100%. I'd like to know what you think. I think that almost everyone is missing what is really going on here. I'm really surprised. This isn't a dispute between two conservatives. No, it's not. This is a dispute between a well-known conservative and a well-known liberal. Come on. Chirac keeps claiming that he's a conservative, but the fact is he he's not only a liberal. For God's sake, he was a liberal premier of Quebec for nine years. <laughs> It's, it's hard to become much more liberal than that. I mean, it's all very well to vote liberal, to run for a liberal, to be elected as a liberal MP. Jean Charest, who now claims to be a conservative, was the liberal premier for nine years, from 2003 until 2012. And that's the message that Pierre Polyev is transmitting, or at least trying to. He's a tried and true conservative. Nobody questions his credentials, but he is battling a liberal claiming to be a conservative. At least that's the way Pierre sees it, and that's the way I see it, and I think an increasing number of people are beginning to see it the same way. More and more, I think, conservatives are are catching on. But the media, for some reason, seems to think this is destroying the Conservative Party. I think just the opposite. I think what we're seeing here, and increasingly conservatives are seeing this, is that Pierre is battling a liberal, which is what he's supposed to do, which is what we all want to do, battle a damn liberal. And as far as splitting the Conservative Party, hey, there was more interest over that last debate when they went at each other than we have seen in a political debate in years. Let's be honest. But you know what? It's it's not just the fact that Jean Charest was a liberal premier for nine years. Now, it's also true that he served in the Conservative Party under Mulroney. No question about it. <clears throat> but his last political position, was as premier of Quebec and by the way he would still be premier of Quebec if he had not been defeated in an election he was defeated by the Bloc Quebecois in Quebec but he was defeated as a liberal so he was a liberal premier for 9 years the only reason he wasn't longer is that he lost the election but it's it's not just the fact it's it's not just the fact that he's a former liberal premier. I mean, let's, let's look at his policies, because that's really the determinant factor, isn't it? His policies, if you examine them closely, for the most part are nothing but run-of-the-mill liberal stuff. Yes to a carbon tax, yes to higher taxes, my goodness. Any idea how many times he raised taxes in Quebec? About seven times. Um, bigger and bigger government he believes in. We saw that. Not only does he believe in it, but he practiced that. So it's not just somebody blowing hot air. I'm talking about things that he actually did, okay? And please note, and this is key in my, my view, Charest has not uttered, at least I have not heard him utter a word in defense of the oil and gas industry, major industry in this country. He was premier of a province, let's never forget, that stopped a pipeline that would have supplied eastern Canada with oil and gas and made oil and gas much cheaper to buy today at the pumps in all of Canada. This is true. If Energy East had gone through, not only would we not be spending about $19 billion a year on foreign oil, (laughs) we would be buying only Canadian oil, and we would be paying for Canadian oil in Canadian dollars. In Alberta, as I told you yesterday, they're buying oil, they're buying gasoline at the pump there in around a buck fifty, one one forty eight somewhere in there, because it's 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 local. Here we've got to pay world prices. So he was premier of a province that stopped headlong with Trudeau, stopped energy east. Let's never forget that. <clears throat> Pure liberal policies. And rightly so, Pierre Polyev is going after him, lock, stock, and barrel. He's going after him not as a fellow conservative, but as a liberal wearing conservative clothes. Let's be honest here. You're not a conservative simply because you say that you are. You're a conservative because your beliefs determine that you are a conservative. You have conservative beliefs. You believe in lower taxes, less government, no carbon tax, pipelines, energy, etc., etc. That's what a conservative believes, all right? If you're in favor of carbon taxes, if you're in favor of higher taxes, bigger government, and you don't fight for our energy industry, hey, you're, you're not a conservative, not in today's world anyway. And if you were once a liberal premier, then in my book and Pierre Polyev's book, you're a bloody liberal and I'm going after you, lock, stock, hook, line, sinker, everything I got, pow, 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 right, left, bam. So I ask you, is, is any of this splitting the conservative party, is it damaging, or is it creating interest? Do, do, do you see <clears throat> Pierre, in fact, just battling another liberal? Jean Charest, uh, you know, he's a liberal and he supports liberal policies. So, what the hell is he running for leadership of the Conservative Party for? That Maybe that's the key question here. And why is the media all hot and bothered because Pierre Polyev is calling him out, telling the truth? I'll tell you why, because the media by and large supports the liberals. And they're claiming, oh, this is splitting the Conservatives. I... Don't believe it for a moment. I mean, let's face it. I'm going to quote a very famous person. A lot of people still love this person. A liberal is a liberal is a liberal. And by the way, just as an aside here, talking about pipelines, the major pipeline, bringing natural gas from Alberta to Cornwall, supplies natural gas for all of Ontario, a little bit of Quebec. Runs through uh, the bush uh, about a mile from where I am now. It's a really nice clearing in the woods. Drove by this morning, and lo and behold, what do I see? There had to be at least a dozen deer out there grazing. It's beautiful pasture land. The the pipeline, of course, is buried deep, and it cuts. There's a nice clearing through the woods, and uh, the deer love it. Very often I see wild turkeys out there. The rabbits love it. Birds love it. They're nesting all along there. It's just a wonderful place. Uh, birds love pipelines. Rabbits love pipelines. My understanding is that further north, the moose love the pipeline. I guess the only people who don't love pipelines are liberals, NDP and green. Everybody else, including rabbits, mice, deer, moose, turkeys. I don't know. Crows, owls, eagles. They love pipelines. (laughs) A pipeline, by the way which if it had gone through to, to, uh, to Eastern Canada would have allowed, as I said earlier, uh, we would be buying gasoline much more cheaply than we are today. And we would be able to supply Europe to uh, all the gas and oil that they need and thus supplant Russia and help Ukraine. But And uh, Jean
0: Charest was premier of that province. All right. John, uh, any response so far? Yes, indeed. I've got a couple of things. So, Charade to me, yeah. and I'm glad you said and recognized that he was uh, a member of the Conservative Party under Mulroney. Because sure. that's how sure. I remember him. And I, and I saw him when he moved to the Liberal side to become Premier of Quebec as an opportunist. And now that he's moved back, that's what I see him as, as an opportunist. Now, as far as a leadership debate and divisiveness, is that not what a debate is supposed to, or, or a vote for a new leader is supposed to, you know, make happen? Is is you divide you you somebody comes out on top and that's the direction that that party is now headed. I mean that's that's but, the same with any yeah. It,
1: I, I I I'm not disagreeing, but this goes deeper. In Pierre's mind, and I think in my mind, and increasingly, he's not battling another conservative. And he's he's making this point right, left, and center. Oh, he is. That, that Charest, as I say, it's not just the fact that he was premier of Quebec for nine years, and would have been much longer if he hadn't lost, but it's his policies. Uh, examine what he did. He He's already said he favors carbon tax. He increased taxes in the province of Quebec at least seven different times in nine years. Um he has not come out in defense of oil and gas. He's, he was premier of a province that was opposed to Energy East and so forth. What I see is not only a guy who's a former premier, a liberal premier, but whose policies are liberal. It's, you can call yourself what you want. You can call yourself a hippopotamus member. I don't care. <laughs> but it's, it's your policies. Are, do you have conservative beliefs and policies? Do you believe in lower taxes? Scrap the carbon tax. Do you do you believe in supporting uh, business? Do you believe in supporting oil and gas pipelines, etc.? We have, this is this is to me the the key issue with Sheray, former pre- Liberal premier. Okay. What are your policy? What are your beliefs today? They're still liberal beliefs. He displayed liberal beliefs, and I believe he still holds them, and demonstrates that.
0: Hundred percent. I mean, and, you know, yep. and, and that makes him fair game. And absolutely. And, and As is pouncing yep. all over that. But again, in a leadership debate, in a leadership race, Charest's putting his view of what he wants the Conservative Party to be out there. Polyev is putting his view. The other members are putting their view. And that's not dividing a party. That's setting the tone. And asking them to pick, what direction do you want us to go in?
1: Very true. Very true. Bert, what do we got there, John?
0: All right, text is 613 By the way, can I just put a pitch in here? I know the weather's getting nicer. A lot of people are outside. They're walking around. Um, download the free Blast the Radio app so you can listen to Lowell in your car or wherever you are walking around. Blast the Radio, all one word at your app store. 613 I think the tension between Pierre Polyev and Charest is well-founded, says this person, because Charest is a liberal with a poor financial record, which Polyev has brought back to the light. The last debate was like watching a liberal against a conservative. The conservative voters need to see the difference. The media, as usual, are just trying to put a dark shadow on the conservatives. I see this as promotion of how strong Pierre Polyev is. He's showing his strength as a leader. Uh, let's go to another text here. This is from Barry. Charest is a liberal mole, and if he got to be prime minister, he would inherit all the sleazy connections that Trudeau have accumulated in Quebec since Papa Pierre was prime minister. Actually, Barry's got a point.
1: If, if uh, Charest won and became prime minister, what policies would he have that differ in any major way from the policies that we, that we see from the liberal government today? He, he, he's in favor of carbon tax. Uh, he, as far as we can see, he's not in support of oil and gas. He has not in support of pipelines. So if he became prime minister, how would his administration differ from the one we have now? I think that's a very valid question.
0: Go ahead. Go ahead, John. Yeah, a couple of people back to back say the same thing. Uh Eileen and Deb who has texted. Eileen says Sheree is a wolf in sheep's clothing. He would divide the Conservative Party if he gets in. He has liberal policies and he scares the hell out of me. Go, Pierre, go after Sheree. And like I said, Deb texted in to say Sheree is a liberal in sheep's clothing. So there you go. Six So I'm not the
1: only I'm not the only one who sees this. That's uh, that's that's very interesting.
0: No, that seems to be the consensus. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh is that all the comments no, 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 we have no, I've, I've got more. Uh, Gina says the media is pushing Sharae and Brown. Peter is in to say uh conservative party is filled with so many liberals these days, trying to keep the conservative party out of power from within. Well, actually when you stop and think about it,
1: what was the big complaint about O'Toole that he, that he went too far to the, to the left? He, he, he tried to be liberal light and, uh, it, it cost him the election, cost him a lot of support. Um, You know, either you're a conservative or you're not. Do you believe in lower taxes, a bigger, smaller government, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera? That's that's the question, your policies. Where is your mind on this? Go ahead, John.
0: All right. Text at 613-413-2217 or call the show. And if you're on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, et cetera, wherever you would ordinarily post a comment is where you do that. Christine is on Facebook. Do conservatives want a prime minister for conservatives or a prime minister for all Canadians, she asks. Yeah. Why why, why why, vote
1: for someone who's just going to be, as we say, liberal light? Uh, we, we see, you know, if, if you like runaway inflation, uh, I won't go through all of the problems and ills, et cetera, et cetera. But if that's the kind of administration, if that's the kind of country that you want, well, keep on voting liberal or liberal light. Go
0: ahead, John. Uh, Christine follows up with, the Justin Trudeau government spent more money on defense, on, on defense, pardon me, per GDP, than the Harper government that P'ol P'ol Polyev was part of ever did. Uh, does that make Trudeau a conservative, she asks. What? what, what was it? Read, read that again. Yeah, that uh, that's, that's 100% sense. on me, I think. The Justin Trudeau government spent more money on defense per GDP than the Harper government that Polyev was part of ever did. No, does it that didn't. make that's Trudeau not- conservative? That's not true at all. That's
1: simply not true. They, 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 Justin Trudeau has made all sorts of promises about you know purchase of jets. I guess he's figuring in the, the billions of dollars that's going to cost, but they haven't spent it yet. Uh, go ahead. I mean, these liberals are I mean, they just they will say or do anything. It's quite astonishing. Go
0: ahead. All right, do we leave off? Uh with Christine. Okay. Uh Coraline is next. She's on Facebook. Share is a liberal through and through and he's sounded just like trudeau during that debate.
1: Douglas. I I have to have to take a a, a break here all right. for shields all right um once again folks with with shields and i keep pressing this point Uh, their cost of operation is a little bit lower as you can appreciate if you're doing business in Pakenham, uh, your, your, your labor costs may be, well, maybe not labor, but certainly your property taxes are much lower rents, et cetera, et cetera. So uh, what they do at Shields, and they're very proud of this. They try to pass those and generally do, are they're generally able to pass the savings along to the consumer. They're not out there to rake in all sorts of profit. They do, they do well. They've been in business a long time. They do it right. But, they understand the market. They're, I mean, they're very, they've been at it for, since 1947. So they, they shop, they, they, they see the prices that other places are, are charging, big box stores, et cetera, and they either match them or in some cases beat them. This is what I've urged people to do. Check it out. If it, to me, the only reason that you would buy a big box is because you think the prices are lower. Well, it may be, but it may not be and it doesn't make much sense if you buy from a big box store and find prices are no better, delivery is slower, you're dealing you're sending your money to China or the United States or whatever whereby you could save a little bit of money and buy locally from a family-owned business. shields.ca Good
0: folks. They're good they're good people. Go ahead, John. All right, Chris just posted this moments ago on Facebook. I don't consider Sheree a turncoat. What he did stepping into Quebec was a necessity. We needed a popular Quebec face to end the Bouchard Parizeau sovereignty debate. Sheree did a lot of healing. A liberal in Quebec quote-unquote liberal in Quebec, is often still right-leaning centrist. He has a good track record, strong fiscal policies. I'm open-minded to Charest.
1: That's bullshit. (laughs) Have a a look at his record in Quebec. I mean, come on. Okay, you you, you support Charest, but okay, Uh, that's fine, but... But his, if, if, if you like bigger government, higher taxes, you like the carbon tax, I, I, you know, you don't want pipelines, you want to continue buying foreign oil, et cetera, et cetera, vote charade. Vote, I mean, why vote charade? Just keep the liberals in power.
0: Go ahead, John. Uh, let's go to Kelly. Sheree and Brown will only follow in the footsteps of Trudeau liberals. We need a leader, leader who represents the people. After all, we the taxpayers pay these politicians' salaries with our taxes. Actually, Brown, I I, I mean, I've met Brown. I, I I, like the man.
1: I'm not sure where he stands. We haven't seen any of his policies. So I, I don't feel free to comment on, on Brown, whether he's uh, a, a true conservative or not. I, I really don't know. Go ahead,
0: John. Uh, Carl on Facebook posted this just seconds ago. The only reason Sheree is there is to sabotage Polyev's campaign in order to keep Trudeau in power three years from now. A lot of people saying that. Uh, this is a very long-winded text. Uh, cut me off when you want me to stop here, Lowell. But again, the number is 613-413-2217. Reasons, I think, why Canadians are ranking lower in happiness. Oh, well, that goes back to a show from ages ago. <laughs> do you do you want this, Lowell, or do you want me just to just follow Sure, this? go ahead. Uh, yeah, let's listen. Yes, I agree with Lowell on our current federal government dividing this country. The name-calling and insinuations of people, especially in the West, have definitely divided us. The elite class can say what they may. However, the trucker convoy has gotten this country to talk, if nothing else. It didn't matter what side of the argument you were on, but it did get everyone talking. COVID lockdowns have definitely played a role in unhappiness, but I suspect that may be a lesser role in the coming months when we enter late spring and summer. And it goes on and on and on from there. I'll forward that to you in my synopsis, but that's from You know Brands. what? I actually raise a good point.
1: If we're talking about dividing the country, etc. How about the fact that Trudeau before he even talked with a single trucker described the whole bunch of them as let me see, racist, terrorist, misogynist. um what what other what other derogatory phrases did he use he never met a trucker he never talked with them never found out what their grievances were why they were coming etc etc but he described them in all of those don't forget if he's calling the truckers all of those names essentially he's branding all of the people who came out to support them which were tens of thousands with the same thing so I ask you who's more divisive Pierre Polyev who's going after Jean or or Justin Trudeau who called thousands of people racist, misogynists, terrorists. The, the, the claim that somehow they wanted to overthrow the government. What with a, uh, a hot tub? I mean, and, and you know, I, I don't understand. How, if that's not divisive, then, then explain to me what is. Go ahead, John.
0: Uh, back-to-back comments from Kelly on Facebook. Brown is in favor of a carbon tax. And Kelly adds, the Truckers Convoy United Quebec and Alberta. Uh, text 613-413-2217. Shre mentioned the block and how they have so many votes in Quebec. Well, what is his big idea of getting them to vote PC? Just because he is the leader? He already failed on that account. I think Quebecers would respect Pierre Polyev a lot more. let uh, see. Lowell, did you hear the latest accumulated polar bear info coming from some tiny Norwegian island? Maybe we'll have to see how long it takes for Justin Trudeau to bring refugee polar bears to our <laughs> actually
1: <laughs> that's very interesting i don't know if you've been paying attention to this or not but the first group this was two and a half months into this war and the first group of government sponsored refugees have finally arrived in canada two and a half months all sorts of promises going to be shoulder to shoulder stand with you etc cetera, etc cetera. um two, f- over 5 million refugees have to flee Ukraine, and two and a half months later, we finally... Now, there's quite a few uh, Ukrainians who have come here, but those are privately sponsored. I'm talking about a government-sponsored program. As I've said time and time again, far more people have entered through Roxham Road illegally than we have brought in legally as government-sponsored
0: refugees from Ukraine. Go ahead, John. To Facebook, Dean says the media uses the p-word, populist, to describe Polyev, as if that's yeah. a bad thing. <laughs> yeah. A populist means people like you, okay?
1: <laughs> you have a wide, you have wide wide appeal and in, in, in the media it's if if you if you're a liberal and you're a populist, hey, this is wonderful. I mean Trudeau, Justin was a great populist and so was his father. A great populist, people gathered from all over, they loved the guy, okay? <laughs> And so, but if it's if you're a conservative and people love you, you're a populist. Look out, you're a bad, bad person.
0: Go next, ahead. Next up, let's go to text uh, again. The number here six one three four one three two two one seven. Sheree appears to be a liberal at heart, liberal light to appeal to a wider base. Also, mainstream media does not like Polyev because he appeared to support the truckers' convoy.
1: Well, let's let's deal with something here, that, and we've mentioned this before. The media sadly knows that if Pierre Polyev becomes prime minister, defund the CBC, uh, no more money going to be handed out to the media in, in any form. No more bribes to the media. We're talking uh, between the CBC and the rest of the media, about $2 billion has gone to the media, on a, on a yearly basis, gone to the media from this government. Uh, under Pierre Polyev, the media knows this ends. And for some of them, it will be it will mean the end of them. And, uh, it's, it's pretty hard, pretty hard to support a guy that may put you out of business that, and that's, that's sad, but that's a fact. Go ahead, John.
0: I am so bothered by any media, whether it's magazines, newspapers, TV, radio, internet properties. And I speak as someone who owns an internet property. I, they should not ever, I don't care who's in charge of the government. They should not ever receive a handout from the government.
1: Well, you see, it's not only, and a lot of people don't understand the power that government has over these, over these uh, various media outlets. Happy Have a look at what's it. happening right, right now with the the proposed amalgamation of Shaw and Rogers. Now, th- this this is a very major issue for both of those companies, sure is. and they desper- desperately want it, but the government is is turning thumbs down. They are controlling this. So don't don't ever tell me that the government has no control. Here they are. The government is saying, no, we won't allow you to amalgamate. They won't allow you to buy each other out or whatever it is. And th- this is just one illustration of the tremendous power. In other words, the, the government uh, has
0: the power, life and death, over much of the media today. Go ahead. We have a call. Lisa is on the line. Lisa, go ahead. You are on with Lowell Green. Hello, Lisa. Hi, Lowell.
2: Yes. I um I I just I Shere, um he I feel he's a liberal plant uh trying to make P- uh Pierre look bad. Um and when in fact I think he's making him look good. Um Why do you say that? I don't Well, I because he Pierre is drawing so many crowds wherever he speaks. Um you know, he's well liked, he's a straight shooter and I think I, I don't know Chirae is a waffler. Um, he, he, you're right. I mean, he, he, he was a liberal uh, premier for, for what, nine years. Nine years. Um, yeah. Um, I don't know, and and Trudeau. I want to address that. Uh, what, what what do you think is his end game? Uh, you know, what happens when when a quarter of the country goes bankrupt because of his policies? It seems to me he cares more about his ideology. Uh, you know, the climate change movement, and 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 Bill C eleven. You know, controlling uh, Canadians more than he is about the economy.
1: Um, well, he very very clearly he is. He's illustrated that. Uh, time and time again you said what's his end game that's a very interesting question I believe that that Pierre that uh, Justin came to power thinking that he was going to revolutionize this country that he was going to create this new wonder wonder country uh, environmentally clean etc that we were going to set the example for the world he came in um, you know with with stardust in his eyes and which is fine he was a dreamer but very clearly, uh, you know, if you're going to revolutionize a country, you better be prepared for some of the consequences. And we're paying the price now, inflation being one of them.
2: Well, exactly. But he wanted—he I mean, he
1: thought he was going to—he thought he was going to come in here and revolutionize this country, change this country totally. But a lot of people well, think, you know, what we we could stand a little bit of change, but essentially, this is a pretty damn good country, and we don't need major change here. What do you well, think? I
2: think. I think, Pierre, well, getting back to Pierre, I think it's his race to lose. I think he is going to be the conservative leader and ultimately the prime minister uh, in 2025. Um, until then, our country is being dismantled um, every every damn day. I mean, I, I drove up to the to the pumps yesterday. It's a dollar ninety seven just for regular. Uh, we have a vehicle that requires high test, so we've been filling that vehicle with regular. Uh, we we can 't even afford it like what what does Truda want us to do? Does he want us to just go on well i 'll you know, tell you
1: what he wants he you to you do you asked the question what does <laughs> he He wants us to to buy electric cars
2: yeah, that 's the goal of that
1: them. that i mean that 's the reason for the carbon tax is to make gasoline so expensive that we 're forced to go electric with our automobiles that's that's part of his great change uh, that that he wants to to bring about in this country.
2: One more thing, Lol, I just wanted to yep. mention. I was looking online today to find out what what is the cause of this inflation, according to the to the media and, and whatnot. Right. All I could find was uh, CBC uh, articles and, and, and the Bank of Canada. The Bank of Canada does not want to blame uh, the government spending. They they want to blame, oh, well, it's the world economy and stimulus spending and all this crap. Um, you know, you can't get a, a, an answer out of them. And then, you know, uh, CBC, all they want to do is point out, oh, well, P- Pierre Polyev, he's pointing the blame on on Trudeau. It's, well, we all know that, you know, it is... Well, it's
1: partially, I mean, partially Trudeau, but several countries, including the United States, made the same mistake, just poured money out, poured, poured, poured money out. One of the problems with Trudeau is he was pouring money out (laughs) like no tomorrow, long before the pandemic and long before the Ukraine war. Uh, Lisa, we're right out of time. Thank you for calling. Please call me again. Good call. Thank you. We will be back. We'll be back.